All right. Rips out of town. So we have a very special treat for you, special guest, Michael Wolf. Uh, him and very his, special. Very special. Him and his hair are going to be joining us for <laughs> a series of Ask Wolf questions. Uh, you guys might be getting tired of Ask Rip. Probably not, but now we have Ask Wolf. and uh, Wolf. It's, it's good to have a little bit of flavor in the mix. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of the... Uh, just a little bit different than Rip, you know the hair and the and he, he's a Star Trek guy. You're obviously a Star Wars guy. I don't know what makes you say that, Nick. Was what gave it away? <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, Ask Wolf was actually already taken by somebody else? Did you happen to search around for Ask Wolf? <laughs> I did not. I just looked at the uh, the various places we posted it, but I didn't look at the hashtag. Yeah. So Ask Wolf is some kind of a gamer and. Uh, yeah, let me let me just give you a sampling of of some of Ask Wolf questions from uh, these are from Twitter. They this is gonna also, be good. You can also find them on Instagram. So, Ask Wolf, will you twerk? <laughs> did did he twerk? It's not a he. Oh, it's she. not a he. It's a she. Yeah. Some of you guys are gonna be looking up Ask Wolf, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Do well, you, do we do we want to make that the first question? Sure. I think we should make Will that you, the first question. Go ahead. Will you twerk? Well, that is a really good question for my fans out there. Um, and the answer is I will twerk, but I can't do it on this webcam because I think it would break the internet. God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about this? Do you, do you have any celebrity crushes? Love you. <laughs> do I have any celebrity crushes? Well, when I was a kid, my first celebrity crush was Cindy Crawford. I was probably about eight or nine years old, and those Pepsi commercials came out. Oh, man. What I would have given to meet Cindy Crawford. Oh, um, she still looks pretty good for 50 or 55 or whatever she is now. Uh, nowadays, um, I, I don't really pay much attention to celebrities, so I can't really say I have any celebrity crushes. Your first celebrity crush wasn't Princess Leia? <laughs> you know... Those buns didn't do it for me. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I had no. a problem with the buns, too. Yeah, they're they're weird. No, just no. Let me... Han, Han Solo can have her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What? Uh, let me give you the last uh, other Ask Wolf question. Uh, what size bra do you wear? 52 triple D. <laughs> as, is, as is obvious from your Instagram posts. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right. That's enough of that silliness. So some of you guys are going to look up Ask Wolf, and you'll uh, you'll enjoy yourselves. And the funny thing, too, is that there's an Ask Rip hashtag on Twitter, and it's another gamer. So Really? Yeah. And apparently people video themselves playing video games and, uh, like, comment, and they get billions and millions of followers. So maybe that's the next step for you. So, you know, maybe uh, we should we should join forces with these people. We got gamers naming themselves after us and getting millions of views from it. Yep, it's bullshit. And uh, you know, I mean, how many squat videos can you post? Right? You got to do. You got to branch out. Every time it's just okay. There's a low bar squat. Oh, there's another low bar squat. Oh, this time it's a low bar squat. And yeah, and you're and you're making everybody you, you make everybody else look bad too because you know I mean five thirty five or something on the bar is like yeah, yeah all right great job wolf cool <laughs> whatever. All right, should we get started on these then? All right, let's They're, do the, the Ask Wolf questions that were intended for me. The starting strength Ask Wolf questions. Here we go. Uh, Chris Lipke from Facebook. Chris Lipke from Facebook. How do the star... This is appropriate because it's about Star Wars. 
and we've been talking about Star Wars. How do the Star Wars starfighters make banked turns in space if there's no air? This is a multi-part question. Keep track. Okay. Or if there is air, because you can hear the explosions, then how do the TIE fighters bank if their wings are perpendicular to the lift force vector? Is that the entire question? That's the question it's in, in its entirety, yes. And this is from Chris. It's from Chris Lipke, yeah. Chris Lipke, I suggest that you watch the Mel Brooks movie History of the World Part 1. There's a very, very important line towards the end of the movie said by one of the characters, and I quote, Movies is magic. Moving on, Laura Beasley, are the Cubs going to take it this year? Go Cubbies, hashtag. Oh, Laura. Asking a question near and dear to my heart. Some of you uh, who do follow me on Instagram may know that I was recently down in Arizona for the Cubs spring training, something I wanted to do since I was about seven years old, been a Cubs fan all my life, and it was amazing. Uh, you get up close and personal with the players, they stop and talk to you before the games, not like, not like uh, during the season when you're kind of 40, 50,000 fans trying to get their attention, and the energy and excitement around it was palpable. Um, first time in my lifetime that anybody is picking the Cubs as the favorite to win the World Series, which for us kind of should be bad news because we're always wary about expectations because they have always led us down the wrong path. Um, I'm going to say that I am optimistic that we have a chance this year, unlike every other year in my life. Um, I'm not going to say we're going to do it because I don't want my heart to break too hard when some, you know, inevitably something happens in August, but I think this is the first year where I look at the team look at our competition and say, legitimately, we have a shot at the title this year. The Billy Goat curse may be broken. Let's go, Cubs. Really? Yeah, I'm going to put it, out, put it out there a little bit. I'm not going to go out in as far, far of a limb as some have, but I think we have a shot. I really do. With the, uh, we got Jason Hayward this year. We got John Lackey, Ben Zobris. We've added, you know, filled some holes in, in, a, in a team that went deep into the playoffs last year. I think there's a shot. Well, uh, I don't follow sports really at all, but uh, I, I, the one thing I do know is that the Cubs just don't win the World Series <laughs> well, ever. And you know, being from St. Louis, I know that St. Louis wins a, a whole bunch. So, so yeah, so the, the Cubs and the Cardinals in St. Louis have this big long-time rivalry that uh, isn't really a rivalry because the Cardinals are always much better, and it's always been that way as long as I've been alive. <laughs> um, it's a pretend rivalry. Um, the Cardinals, at least in the last... I don't know, let's say my lifetime, have won, I don't know, five World Series or something like that? Four or five? Something like that, yeah. Uh, whereas the Cubs haven't even been there in 70 years. They haven't even gone there to lose since 1945. <laughs> <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't won in 108 years. So, I mean, we're talk people sometimes think, like, how long has it been since the Cubs won? To put it in context, this was before World War I. This was before the Wright brothers invented flight. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things, a lot of important shit has happened since the Cubs last won the World Series. So it would be an awfully big deal if they did. But I'm kind of, I'm feeling the tingles this year. That'd I'm be feeling kind of, the tingles. It'd actually be kind of cool, you know, if they won. As long as there's no fans that catch balls and screw everything up for everybody. Didn't that happen in Chicago? Didn't the fan oh, yeah. catch a ball uh, and everybody wanted to kill him? Yeah, well, that tells you about how desperate we are <laughs> to, to win this thing. Uh, it was a little over 10 years ago, and we were in the playoffs. Um, we had the lead in the series, we had the lead in the game, and we had our best pitcher on the mound in the eighth inning. We were up 3 nothing. 
guy hits a foul ball, and a fan in the first row of the stands kind of reaches up just a little bit over the wall and interferes with our outfielder who was trying to catch it. Uh, he probably would have made the catch, you know, you never know for sure, but the fan kind of interfered, missed the ball, and as soon as that happened, just as a Cubs fan, knowing the history, you just knew right there they were going to lose. You know, they, like all of the wind went out of their sails. And even though they had the lead and had their best pitcher on the mound, you just knew something was going to happen. And inevitably it did. They lost the game. They lost the next game. And they lost the series. And this was the first time in a while that they looked like they had a chance to do something. And uh, that guy, Steve Bartman was his name. There's a, there's a good 30 for 30, ESPN 30 for 30 about this. Uh, anybody's interested in watching it further. He was vilified. He was a Cubs fan for his whole life. He was involved in coaching Little League sports. He had to leave the stadium under security guard wow. because people were throwing stuff at him, threatening him. He had to leave his home in the Chicago suburbs and move. I think he ended up moving down to Florida somewhere because people were so upset at what he did. So it basically ruined his life. So you do have some rabid fans who, uh, who may let their emotions get in the way of, uh, of better reasoning. But he there was will just, be a he was just excited about catching a game ball, and look, oh, he, it, it ruined his life. I mean, if he had if he had thought about it, he would have kept his hands back. It's just an instinct. When the ball's coming sure. your way as a fan, you go out to reach for it. He wanted the Cubs to win just like everybody else, you know? He, he wasn't trying to spoil anything. He just, you know, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Anybody else in that seat would have done the same thing, and, yeah. uh, and it ruined his life. So there are some people who may take it a little too seriously. I like to think I'm not one of them, but uh, big Cubs fan for a long time. I would love to see him win this year. All right. All right, let's move on. Rebecca Sagan. Segan? I know her. I mean, she's a starting strength coach, but I, <laughs> you know, I've, I've, never, I've never had to say her last name. That's no, funny because I know Becca too, and uh, I have no idea how to pronounce her last name correctly. Well, it's either Sagan or Segan, so it's, not a, it's definitely not a hard. It's not a Kaigen. It's I, No, it can't be. All right. So at what age did you realize your calves were destined for greatness? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag... Massive circumference, hashtag calf butt. Hashtag calf butt, that's great. Um, I don't know exactly what age, but I do remember at some point in high school, my mom referred to them as baby cows instead of calves. And that's when I started to think, huh, maybe there's something to this. And then uh, as I got out into the world, uh, and started working in fitness, a lot of people would comment on them. And I thought, uh, hashtag calf butt. Um, now, of course, with the, the accent that the socks I wear to deadlift in put on them, I get comments on them all the time on the social medias. So apparently the kids like the calves. Uh, yeah. Thomas, Thomas Campitelli just referenced them in our, in our coaches Q&A just, uh, just yesterday. So the kids like them. I like to give the kids what they want. Um, but it wasn't really until I was an adult that I really realized how destined for greatness they were. <laughs> yeah, you, you've always been very responsive to your fans, and uh, it, it's one of the things that everybody really appreciates about you. You know, and it, 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 I remember the calves for a long time, and now it's the hair, and, and these things just kind of take on a life of their own. And it, perfect segue into the next question from Brian Harlan, my friend in Reno. Uh, that sheen, Pantene. <laughs> Well, Brian, as you might expect, when it comes to hair gains, you need to do a linear progression. You can't just start with a Pantene. It would be like going into the gym and putting 315 on the bar on your first day. You've got to start with the cheaper brands like the Head and & Shoulders and the Prell and stuff like that. And you work your way up through the mix. Then you maybe go to the, 
the generic uh, you know drugstore brand. And as you accumulate adaptations, you can get to a really nice product like Pantene, which provides <laughs> a pretty damn nice sheen. So think of Pantene as like being an advanced novice. You're probably not ready for it yet, Brian, because you haven't put in the work. But if you keep at it, start with a head and shoulders, you know, maybe at some point you're going to move to Dove and work your way up to Pantene. I'm sure if you, if you eat, if you sleep, if you rest enough between your hair washings, you'll be good. Is there, is there any room in this for some of the men's grooming products, you know, specifically for men's? Like, uh, I don't know, Axe. Doesn't Axe have a hair, hair <laughs> thing? I haven't, I haven't gotten into hair stuff in quite a long time. I started shaving my head 20 years ago, I think, or something. So uh, it's been a while. But I, I used to, you know, L.A. Looks. <laughs> L.A. Looks. Yeah, Ooh, I forgot about that. When I was a kid, I had some of that because I wanted my hair to look a certain way that it would never look like that. Absolutely. That's exactly right. And it was like cement. You put it in and it would just... Lock it down. <laughs> it basically was like concrete. Yeah. Um, so we want to use this as a segue for the other hair care products. So I'm going to make all of you people very upset and jealous right now. I'm going to give you a list of things that I do not own. A, I do not own a comb. <laughs> B, I do not own a hairbrush. C, I do not own a single item of hair product. Uh, D, I did not own a hair dryer until about a month ago. I bought my first hair dryer. I think the way that the kids put this when they're hashtagging on their on their social medias is hashtag woke up like this. <laughs> um, this is really just how my hair is. I don't do anything to it. I wash it infrequently. I only wash it every few weeks. And I just let it do its thing. And this is this is the result. Okay. Wow. Look. Yeah. Yep. And be amazed. Yep. All these women are, are fucking up. You know, if they just woke up and washed it with, like, I don't know, baking soda or something, they'd be good. Yeah, just you know, put some shampoo and conditioner in it maybe every, every two to four weeks. I'm more on the four side. Uh, don't get it all dried out and let it do its thing. Man, that is awesome. It's a lot of uh, good information coming out of this. Well, let's stop there. We'll pick this up next time on Ask Wolf. Thank you for joining us.